Seven steps to a successful estate plan. Number one, educate and communicate. Sometimes estate plans do not succeed because the, uh, the generation that receives the money, uh, well, they are not uh, familiar with handling wealth. They don't know how to accumulate or allocate or necessity. No, they don't know how to allocate. First of all, they don't know how to accumulate. Perhaps. Maybe they just received a lump sum of money and they don't know what to do with it. And communication. Well, they need to communicate with their siblings to know what to do with it, how to spend it, where to put it, who to go to to seek advice, financial advisors, CPAs, other accounting bookkeepers. So if they've never had money, they could waste or squander it or spend it inappropriately. So the step to eliminate that is to parcel out the money a little more slowly than you might otherwise think. So we can put the money into a trust and then let them, let the recipient, the beneficiary, receive the money a little at a time. So I might have to refine this point, but that's what I was trying to convey. If you need me, frankbrunolaw.com. Two. The first one was communication, right? That's a successful path. The second is anticipating family conflict. When both parents go, when they pass on, it could, <clears throat> well, fractured resentments, causes for concern, may percolate up when the last parent has passed away. So you have to understand that that might be uh, a new or a, uh, a recently unearthed family dynamic, but you have to plan for it. Communication is a key, but you may also want to think about where you have siblings or yeah, siblings inheriting a piece of property and they have different um, investment styles different personalities, different strategies, or even a business. They inherit a business together and they have, uh, you know, conflicting ideas of how to run the business. Parents sometimes think, oh, I'll let the kids work it out. But that may not be the way to go. So this is the, the second step to a successful estate plan is to anticipate potential family conflict and guard against it. Take the steps necessary in advance to ward off issues. That's it, that's number two. The third thing that you can do is plan before gift giving. Giving gifts is frequently used as a strategy to pass 
your wealth on to the next generation. Before you just blindly write checks, you should have a plan. Why are you giving the money? When are you giving the money? What are you giving the money for? How are you giving the money? I ran out of W's. Um, and if you give a gift of cash, right, check, dollars, is that a good plan? Do you want to give maybe stocks or bonds? Well, stocks. Would you want to give stocks that have appreciated? And at what value will you be giving them at? Giving them away at? Um, what about if you gift property? Property is the type of asset that may last generationally. Cash can be spent, can be dissipated, mistakes can be made. You might hedge against that bet if you give property or a piece of property. So that's the third thing to do. Plan before you give and utilize gift giving as part of your estate plan. The fourth step to a successful estate plan is to know for the person themselves, not for me as the attorney. For me as the attorney, I'm there to help you, to guide you, to assist you. But from your perspective, the client's perspective, the fourth step is to know the basics of the plan. Understand what I'm suggesting for you. Engage with me. Ask me questions. Um, you know, test test out the waters. Right? I don't you know, in, in estate planning and in the give and take of attorney-client relationship, I don't just impose a plan on you. The plan that I suggest is one that uh, fits your needs, your desires, your interests, your inclination, what you want to do, who you want to give to. But it might uh, utilize uh, gift giving. It might utilize giving away percentages or specific, specific requests of certain items uh, to one person or group. Other different specific gifts to someone else. It may include the use of a trust or two trusts, maybe a revocable living trust and an irrevocable living trust. You could uh, keep certain assets inside of the revocable trust while maximizing the asset protection during life of the irrevocable trust, right? All sorts of things. So. Ask questions, understand the basics of your plan, engage with your lawyer. That's the fourth step to a successful estate plan. And number five, organize, simplify, detail. What do I mean by that? Well, this is uh, the steps to a success. These are the steps to a successful estate plan. So while you're alive, Make it easy for your executor. Make it easy for distribution. Simplify, organize, detail, write things down. I own a piece of property in Queens. I own a piece of property in Brooklyn. I own land in Saratoga. I have Vanguard, Oppenheimer, uh, 
Jones Smith Brokerage Company. I have ABC and XYZ. I have this and that. Make it easy for the executive. Sometimes uh, expense and delay for an estate, if you're probating, if you have to uh, disperse assets, sometimes it's really a um, uh, quite a, uh, a chore for the executor or trustee to uh, wrestle all of your assets. And I hope you have a lot of assets. I hope you have the more the merrier, the more the richer your family, uh, the better for your legacy, the more you can give and contribute. But also, let's help them. That was the fifth step. Organize, simplify, detail. Getting to the home stretch. Seven steps to a successful estate plan. And we may or may not know, but these seven steps, they're good. They are a good guideline, but the numbers are arbitrary. I could have said nine steps, 15 steps, 22 steps, right? Then I would have broken it down. And certainly these seven steps, they put you in the right position, right? Forward thinking, but they're not all encompassing. So today is the sixth step. If you are a business owner, have a succession plan. Right? Most uh, small businesses, entrepreneurs don't have a succession plan in place. And most businesses don't last into the next generation. So without a succession plan, if you don't, if the business owner doesn't say uh, who she wants to run it, uh, should it be sold? Should it be run by a family member? Should it be run by a business partner or maybe the, the chief of staff or the vice president of operations or whoever might be most familiar with the company? Um, if there is no succession plan, well, it undermines uh, the value of the business and businesses without a succession plan, uh, their values are deflated. So think ahead. Who can operate the business? Who wants to operate the business? Let's say you have a business, um, you know, uh, in the in the trades, carpentry, plumbing, electrician. Right, something like that. Well, do you have children that are uh, accountants and insurance brokers and in the medical field? Do they want to run that business? Well, maybe you should sell it to someone that's inside of the business. What about if, um, you know, it's just not a good fit. It's a restaurant and you have uh, children that are in occupations already they don't want to run. So that's the uh, the thing to think about. Uh, is there anything else I want to say? Um, so, just the other thing in terms of a business plan, you want to make sure that your accounting uh, is up to date and your business hierarchy is up to date. That facilitates a sale. The seven steps to a successful estate plan. Just giving you some knowledge, some information, seven steps to make your plan successful. Number seven, fund, F-U-N-D, fund your revocable living trust. A revocable living trust is a device, a legal technique, a strategy to avoid probate 
and to have a plan in place. If you don't fund the trust, it's rendered moot. There's no plan to act upon because the fund uh, doesn't have, not the fund, the trust was not properly funded, right? So that's the takeaway. Properly fund your trust. This way, your estate plan can be successful. Let me see if there's anything else I want to say as I end this series. Um, yeah, so a living trust has no um, legal impact, weight, force, or effect if it does not have the legal title to the assets that you want to take some action upon, right? So I have a bank account and I want to put it inside of my trust. And then uh, at some future point, I want the money that's in the bank account to be distributed two ways or three ways or to go wherever. If the trust doesn't have that asset, the plan that you put in place can never take effect. So if you need to speak to me about uh, making your estate plan successful, reach out frankbrunolaw.com. And for the next 10 people that call, I'll be extra nice.